This podcast is brought to you by Media8. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, and we've got a one of our regular friends that's come back to meet us again today, Joanne Brooks. How are you, Joanne? I'm very well. Great to see you. We are talking about a different business today, though. Um, tell us a bit about the Ducer Global Business School. Yeah, it's a, it's a business that's been around for about uh, 15 years odd. I've known the owner for nearly 25 years, a long time. And and Matt Jacobson has been involved in the education sector for a long, long time. I was in business with him in a, in a registered training organisation back then. I think we spoke about him once before, didn't yes, we? Yes, we yeah. have. And, um, you know, Matt decided that he really wanted to shake up the, the, um, the university sector globally, hence uh, the Global Business School uh, aspect to his name. Uh, a little bit of um, a bit about the name Ducer. It's Latin to lead, yep. um, and it's very much connected to the Ducer Foundation. So every dollar that comes into the Ducer Global Business School, a percentage goes to the Ducer Foundation. Uh, and really quickly about that is, it's a foundation out of Africa that they are educating teachers to educate students to tell their story. So so far, we've published twenty two thousand stories in booklets. And so it's, it's helping these young children in, in schools across Africa to read and write from, from an English perspective, but also to share their story. And it could be a poem, it could be a paragraph, it could be a long story. And as you probably appreciate, a number of them are, have suffered trauma. Yeah. And so there, it's, it's almost a healing process. So there's a, there's a huge philanthropic um, aspect behind the Dessert Global Business School, which I really love. But more about the Dessert Global Business School itself is that um, what, what I really am intrigued about, and I've only, I've only actively been involved in the Dessert Global Business School since June last year, because Matt reached out to me and he, and he said to me, I really want you to come on board. He's been chasing me for a long time. And I said, well, well how would this look? Because if you'd asked me back then, as a business owner, that Joanne, you need an MBA, I would have said, what a load of rubbish. I felt that I'd learnt a lot in all the business journey that I've shared to date through yep. this, this medium. And, and genuinely didn't think that it was valid for me at all. And I was very blunt with him about that. He said, no, no, you need to understand more about what this is about. And so I went and did some research. And so the first research I did was, if you're going to do an MBA, I, I know a lot of people who've done MBAs, and so I wanted to reach out and say, well, why would you do one? What did you get out of it? All that sort of stuff. And sadly, the common thread was, I got three letters, MBA, great. I can put that on my business card. What else did you get out of it? A lovely big debt. Did you learn much? I can't say I learned as much as I thought I might, but it took such a long time, Joanne. cost me a lot of money and a lot of effort. I went, well, that's a bit troublesome. Sad, isn't it? Very troublesome. So I shared with them the Dessert story, and so that's what I'll share with you now. Yeah. So... When Matt decided to start this business, he really, he thinks outside the square, he's a, he's a real entrepreneur, and he thought, well, you know what, who are people that we would want to hear from who have experiences that would be great for MBA, and they have bachelor's degrees as well, but for me, it's the focus is MBAs. Who would we want to hear from who would have a good story to share and expertise? And so we spent that period of the last 15 years interviewing world leaders, presidents, prime ministers, heads of state, billionaires. To name just a few, um, Julia Gillard, our, our female Prime Minister, Desmond Tutu, um, 
the head of the UN, uh, Goldie Horn, for goodness sake, she has a, a significant business and philanthropic mind and, and businesses that she, she shares. And so what he's done is interviewed 250 plus world leaders, billionaires, all these heads of state, to create two and a half thousand videos that are woven through the content of his programs. And all the videos have been curated. So the questions and the answers that he's gained from these people is to meet the learning requirements of the subject you're studying. And so, you know, some people have said to me, yeah, well, Joanne, I could go and Google those people. Absolutely, you can. And you should. However, the conversation you'll hear will not be meeting what you're, you know, the learning requirements of what you're studying. So you build your understanding of these people and go and do the Google, but you will not find this library of video content woven through yep. the programs. And I went, you know what, that's a really big tick for me as a business owner entrepreneur. I want to hear what Desmond Tutu went through. I want to hear what Goldie Horn or Julia Gillard and, you know, the misogyny speech and all that sort of stuff that she went through. I want to hear that story from her. Yeah. And so I went, wow, great big tick for me. Love that. The other piece that I know is really relevant for people who are undertaking higher ed education is that there's, there's papers to complete. And, and that is no, no different in, in a DSER MBA. However, what he wanted to do was remove exams, the need for exams, because I, I you know, who loves exams? <laughs> Not many people do. And to, and to sit there as a mature student, because often, you know, we're mature people who are doing an MBA, and to go, oh, I feel as though I'm back at school, and now I've got to regurgitate all this stuff yeah. out of my brain and get writer's cramp, because who writes a paper anymore? You might be, you may be typing. But um, who enjoys that and who thrives in that environment? Not a lot of people. A lot of people really, fr they freeze and that's not a, not a comfortable place for you to be. So the interesting thing is he re did remove exams out of these programs. But we still need to demonstrate that these people have a capacity and a skill set that's that right. they've developed. So whilst he's been travelling around the world interviewing these world leaders, he knocks on the doors of business owners, small and global companies, and he will say to them or ask them the question, do you have a challenge in your business that you would like to have resolved? And these businesses, you know, all businesses have challenges. You think of, you know, the, the problem with cybersecurity today. All businesses will have a challenge with that. And so they are probably going out to outsource that and spending an awful lot of money to have consultants come in and give them an appraisal of their business and say, this is what you need to do and let's put implement that and spend a fortune on it. So what Matt Jacobson has done at Desir is he's speaking to, spoken to these companies and said, so if you've got a challenge in your business, how about we create a project around that and we bring in our global MBA students and they work on that project for you They've got to dip their toes into your business, understand how you work and you think and all that sort of stuff. But they'll put a brief together of what it would look like to solve that problem for you. And that won't cost you anything. We just want the projects and we want them to be real and we want them to be live. So the traditional MBAs and, and bachelor programs often have a project, but they're often based on, sounds terrible, based on a 10-year-old FedEx problem. Yep. And what relevance does that have right, yeah. today? And so the projects the students get uh, aligned with are relevant to the, the industry they're either in today. So if they're in a man manufacturing firm and they're a senior manager, they'll get involved in a manufacturing industry um, project. Or if there's a, an industry they're dipping, they want to get into, we can put them into those as well. So all the projects are relevant to their role that they have today in their business or in their in their career. Which must improve engagement and everything like that. And but also the exponential learning because yeah. 
because they're going to be able to look at, like even if they look in their own business, like if you think about this, if Discern knocks on the door of your employer and they say, have you got a challenge you need solved? Yes. Okay, let's enrol your staff into these MBAs. Let them work on it, but also let's expand it in the offering to our global enrollees yeah. and bring them in as a cohort. And these this cohort are, are collaborating, they're networking, they're negotiating amongst the themselves. building just in that. Indeed, but the but the ROI for that employer, if it's their staff undertaking this program, let alone just having a, a, a challenge resolved in their business, it is, I, I have not heard of anything like that before. And so I really love that concept. So the, there's projects woven through uh, each of the MBAs. Some of them there's just one, some there's two or three, depending on the size of the MBA. And, um, and so this is bringing live project work into businesses you would never thought of. And so one of the ones that I can remember that happened late last year was with Disney out of out of LA. And they had a HR challenge they needed to solve. So an MBA cohort came in, resolved it, presented the, the, the case to them and the project, and they implemented it. And so that's that's pretty it's a neat. Massive win. Think of that on your resume that you that's involved right. in that. Think of the resume that says that the type of MBA and the people you're listening to and hearing from. And so that for me, you know, that as a business owner, I can't think of anything better. Like as as a you know small business owner out there, and they're and they're thinking, oh MBA, really? I don't have time. It's going to cost me a lot of money and effort. But if you can learn from these people, if you can undertake projects, that the learning that you can bring into your own business, if you're involved in a project with a say a global manufacturing firm, and you're a small manufacturer here on the Gold Coast, can you imagine what they're going to learn? From that, that they can then grow and scale their well, business. They can implement themselves. It's mind blowing, really. It is mind blowing. Is it's there anyone else that does this kind of thing? Not that I'm aware of. Is no. As, as I said, projects are not unusual. It's a normal yeah, thing course. in papers, but they're often based on um, historical data and case studies and so on. And so, you know, for me, that's a tick and a tick. I just, I love that concept. And so, Desert Global Business School. If you go to their website, it's Desert.education. That they are a global company. They are not a university. So this is a really interesting piece about them. So what he's done, as Matt's been travelling around the world, is he knocks on the doors of universities. Because what he's done is he's brought together a cohort of entrepreneur, entrepreneurial academics yep. who have written the programs. So these are academics who are qualified to deliver acad- um, university programs, yep. but they're entrepreneurs in their own right. And so these people come with a different mindset as they're creating the content. Build the content, put the videos in, put the projects in. And so we've got programs that are written by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs and innovative thinking people. And that must be something that would um, be highly attractive for those people as well because they're stuck in a, a system yes. of, um, of the four walls. Correct. And to be able to show Correct. some creativity would be extremely attractive for them. Exactly. So Matt has created in Desert Global Business School an entire ecosystem of the university. Yep. So he's got the academics, he's got the reporting and the rigour of compliance and all those things and, and how you enrol people. So he's gone around the world and it's been started to knock on doors of universities. So, yeah, we've got two universities here in Australia, Torrens and um, New England. Yep. We need a, an Australian presence here and so um, what... What each university must do to uh, accept an external organisation's um, courses is put them through a rigorous compliance check, which can take up to two years. So they go look at all the elements of the learning, sure. that the assessment's correct, assessments, <laughs> uh, the projects are yep. correct and meet all their requirements. 
And so when a student enrols, they get the certificate from that particular university, not from DSER. So then they've got four universities out of Europe. Wow. So we've got Wales, London, yep. Paris and Rome. So these universities are all accredited universities and all recognised here in Australia. Yep. So to me this gives a, a, a potential applicant for, to do an MBA a wider opportunity of undertaking an MBA with the, the, the amazing content and how we assess them. But the interesting thing, how we compare Australian to overseas uh, MBAs, and I know you haven't had a, had a question. Do you have a question to ask me because I just keep no, talking? No, I just keep going because I'm just so enthralled by all this. Awesome. So when we compare an Australian with an overseas or a European MBA, Australian, they're generally around 12 subjects. They are not easy to get into. They have, uh, you know, the eligibility criteria can be challenging. Yeah. You know, the level of experience and holding a bachelor's and those sort of things. Um, the cost of it, like Australia has, I'll be the first to say, we have an amazing global reputation in the education sector, having been involved in it for a long time. Um, our qualifications in the vet sector and the higher ed in university space is recognised globally. And so it, it charges accordingly and, and the depth and the level of delivery is robust. But Matt has created these programs based on the Australian framework. So it's got that robustness to it. It's got the depth of learning. But when we compare it to an overseas or European MBA, Australian is 12 subjects, European is six. Yep. Half the, half the effort, half the time. But the same content, still written by the entrepreneurial academics, still projects, still video content. You're still coming out with the same experience. And still recognised here in Australia, yep. but only six subjects. Which I think that's which makes a, a massive big difference tick. because massive that's, that's going to affect cost and everything like that as well, isn't and, it? And indeed, it does. So, can I ask a question though? Because yeah. a lot of people listening to this won't really understand the MBA process or mm. who does an MBA. Just explain mm. that just a little bit, and then indeed, um, that might give people it's a really a good idea. question. Um, who would and why would you want to do an MBA? So, so, th so industry suggests that corporates expect our senior managers to have an MBA, whether we agree with that. Or not. It's it's just the industry standard. So they're looking for the three letters. Um, recruiters are looking for that. All those sort of things. If you want to be on a board, you know, there's. I speak to a lot of business owners that want the experience of being on a board, but their business is not at the level of a corporate level. But they want that experience because it builds their critical thinking and you know, negotiation, all those sort of skills. So those sort of people. There's lots of industry expectations of having qualifications. So you know, there's absolutely a requirement for those where it's sits around a regulation or a licensing requirement of, you know, bachelors and those sort of things. And MBAs are often sought after by um, our corporate professionals yep. and also business owners, as I say, who want to build and scale their business. They're going for maybe um, government tenders. It's not a requirement. It looks good for credibility's sake, those sort of things. So, you know, MBAs have a, have a real place to play in the higher end of town, but those people who are looking to play in the bigger game. And so that's that's why people would do an MBA. Yep. And so once they make that decision, obviously this is where Dussur comes in, becomes yeah. involved because they yeah. become a different option for people rather Correct. than going just straight to the universities. Is have I got that right? Yeah, exactly right. So the the, the potential student goes and does some googling, a and often their default um, place might be to go back to the university where they did their bachelor's degree that's what and I don't e and don't even think anything more of it. Or they go to you know those wonderful sites like Open Universities that is an aggregator 
or a collective of all these universities that are just all on one one website can be quite overwhelming going, oh, which one do I choose? And so that's difficult. So the challenge to Sir have is getting the message out to the audience. And, you know, we've, we've had some great inroads. They've been, they've been around for 13, 14 years and they're a global business. But we, we want to share that story more because of what I've already spoken about, about how accessible it is and the yeah. effort and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, as, as you pointed out and, and, and realised, when we're comparing an Australian university, um, 12 subjects, that's going to take time and effort and take two to three years, yep. no doubt about it. And I know the number of people that I spoke to who did those programs said, you know, their social life just went to nothing because they don't have the, the brain space and they, they've got to participate, right, you know, yeah. all those things. But they did have a an ex- an significant cost incurred. Now, of course, Australian government supports our, our people who want to study significantly with the HEX scheme, H-E-C-S scheme, yep. where you can get a loan and you pay it off as your salary hits a certain level. And DeSur has access to that for the Australian universities. But there's the price point and the time and effort that is, is I think is a big gain here for the DeSur students. An, an average Australian qualification starts at $65,000 for an MBA. The worst I've heard is $300,000. Wow. It's a significant financial commitment and they may already be paying off their bachelor's degree, potentially. And so there's not many um, employers that will support, you know, an investment of that much in their staff. So often it's left to the individual to undertake that debt and that cost. And they've got to wear that with their mortgages and the cost of rising living today. That's going to be an absolute challenge. And it has had a massive impact on the enrolments into into universities. We know that we need to see this data that the enrolment levels have plummeted as a result of the cost of cost of living today. And so when we look at the price points of the DSER programs, we've got, if I can give you um, a visual of, we've got College de Paris, which is out of France. Now, all our students can go and graduate in the cities in which they do their courses. So who wouldn't want to go to Paris? I know I'd love it. Yeah, I would too. I would love it. Rome or, or in London or, or Wales to, to undertake their graduation ceremony. So I, I think of the um, suite of MBA um, offers out of the, out of um, Europe as a bronze, gold, pla- um, sil- silver, gold, platinum range. Yep. And if I can quickly dip into that. College de Paris is our bronze and it's really because of who might do it is where I've allocated that. The quality doesn't change. So a, br- a person who might have tackled the College de Paris will be that person who needs an MBA, not necessarily looking for a massive learning experience because what they'll do is out of six subjects, they will, continue, they will consider giving um, credit for five based on your experience. So if we've got people who have been managers for a while, business yep. owners for a while, haven't formalised their qualification, they can look at the suite of subjects and go, yeah, I do this every day. They can apply to have credit or recognition of prior learning, as you would call yeah. it here in Australia, without a huge amount of effort. Here's how I demonstrate that I know these things and undertake one subject and one project. They can get that MBA very efficiently, probably in about six months, and it will sit at around, I'm glad you're sitting, Yep. 5000 US dollars. Compared to sixty-five to 300000 Correct. We're not even talking percentages, really. Like, no. You know, like it's Still get access to all the videos if yep. you want to go through them. Still get involved in a project. So you do get a learning experience. And you can do all six if you want to yeah. go down there. But I really love that um, College de Paris are out there to recognise there are so many people who've either started an MBA, never finished it, yep. never done one, got a bachelor's, loads of experience, 
and, and would like that and need to do it efficiently in time, cost and effort. Yeah. I mean, they still have to prove that they've got those... Exactly. ...those um, efficiency, exactly. efficiencies there. Their skill sets. Their skill sets, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's an incredible offer through College de Paris. Yeah. So that makes it a bronze. For me, silver is Rome. It's six subjects. It's a global MBA. Yep. You undertake the program as it comes. Uh, but you can go and graduate in Rome. So all these graduation ceremonies, if I can dip into that, the students get invited to spend the week in the university and they get to be immersed into some immersive learning as they close out their MBA and then attend a, a wonderful, throw the hat, do the whole thing, right? Bring yep. your family and, and celebrate. So And that sits at around $10,000. Accessible. Yeah. Accessible, right? Then we've got East London. Now, that's been around for 250 years. Our soon-to-be-crowned King Charles is the patron. That's right. It has great credibility and tenure, and it's got the six subjects at all of that, all those, and it's an executive MBA, and that sits at about 15000 US dollars. Still accessible. Still, still, still super accessible. Mm. Something that someone can make a decision on and say, yep, let's do it. Exactly. So our Wales um, counterparts, they do the bachelor's programs, and they sit at around about the twelve thirteen thousand. 13000 but if I go to the Platinum, I'm then going to choose an Australian qualification being the Torrens uh, Global MBA. Yep. And that sits at $35,000 US, 12 subjects. Still only around half the price. Correct. Correct. So you've got – so people will look at each of these university offerings for different reasons. They might want – absolutely want an Australian university. Well, they can get that and it's accessible and we can offer HEX. Yep. These other programs, we can offer payment plans, all those sort of things. But you might – like there's a new offer here that's re- that is absolutely recognised here in Australia that, and recognised globally. You said at the start that Matt wanted to shake up the universities. Yeah. Do you think he's going to do it? I think so. I think he's going to do it. I think so. I mean, I that's, think what, it, that's what it sounds like to me, that exactly. we're, we're providing opportunity to people. So when you talk about $65,000, that's a hell of a lot of money a lot. In, any, in anyone's exactly. terms. For education, it's For a e- lot. That's right. But this gives people an opportunity to to further their qualifications and um, provide them with a future earning opportunity as well. Correct. Um, And new experiences that they can do. Exactly. For for a a fraction of the amount. And you make a really good point there. The statistics suggest here in Australia that if somebody who does an MBA, within four years of completing, their salary will go up 40%. Wow. And that's through, um, you know, Australian Bureau of Statistics. And so, you know, the return on investment of undertaking something that sits between five... $35,000 $35,000 and your salary is going to go up by about 40%. These people are probably sitting on a hundred grand plus, yep. most likely, because of the level they're already in. So within that, it's paid for it within that time. Paid for easily, itself. Easily. Yeah. So what do people need to, if, if somebody's sitting there and they're thinking, do I want to do an MBA? Do I not want to do an MBA? I really do want to do one. Yeah. The first place they should go would be Dussur's website. Uh, come to my website. If they go to, they most, yes, absolutely go to Desert to do some homework. Yep. Um, they've got an amazing machine sitting behind that. I represent them as an external person. So if they want to know, if somebody is listening to this and want to know more, just go to my Navigate website, click on the button to call Joe yep. or book an appointment. I love that discussed button too. I see it every time. <laughs> One day when I'm on your website, because I've been there a few it. times, I'm going to click the button just to see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah. It does work. Um, so, yeah, contact me directly is the yep. easiest way because otherwise they're going to go through a myriad of places, um, call centres and all that sort of stuff. And they've got a great machine. But but we've got someone to me direct. here. Absolutely. Talk Which to me again, direct. We'll, Local is best with everything, yeah, and um, p- if anyone's listened to this or they've seen any of your businesses, I know how easy you are to, yeah, to communicate with and talk exactly, to. Um, exactly. Tell them the navigate. How to get to navigate? N A V I G eight 
B-I-Z.com. Yep. That's eight's the number. The digit, yes. Um, yeah. So, Joe, time has flown. Is it time already? Like, <laughs> we've probably gone a little <laughs> bit over. We might have someone coming in for the videos in a moment to restart them. But yep. um, it's been absolutely brilliant to have you in Thank again. Thank you. Do Sir Global Business School is something now that I can say I know about. Yeah. And um, anyone that's listened to this can say they know about it. So exactly. um, if you've got any questions, go and um, talk to Joe, na- navigatebiz.com. Biz. Yeah. Um, but we'll have links on the YouTube and in our Brilliant. socials as well. So go and have a chat to her because um, it could be the start of a hell of a something new amazing. experience. Yeah. Mm, indeed. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. You will. Excellent. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast brought to you by Media 8 on the Podfire platform. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.